Welcome everyone to DFS Tavern, and this is week two, final look. We will once again go over our first look lineups that we had on Monday from DraftKings, see if we have any changes from the first look lineups that we made, and then we'll also give you a Yahoo lineup that Sterling will provide, and I will give you a FanDuel lineup, um, and then also we will go over other possible plays at each position that we like. And maybe in week two, we might even have a few hidden gems at certain positions. And for those of you who are not aware, when we talk hidden gems, we usually look at 4K or less. So we'll see if we have any of those 4K or less hidden gems that we can possibly provide you for week two. But as always, I'm not alone. So let's bring in my co-host and that is one Sterling Brown. How's it going today, Sterling? Hey, doing good. Looking forward to getting into week two. Uh, hopefully win some money. Yeah, definitely. You know, and of course I didn't mention, but I am the DFS chef and you can find me on Twitter at the DFS chef. And then Sterling, you can find on Twitter at s.brown24. And then also give him a follow on Facebook on at uh, Essential Sports Talk. Correct? That is correct. And uh, the right. dot on Twitter is spelled out. I know that uh, can confuse a lot of people, but, you know, I'll post a few things on there from time to time, uh, both DFS related and uh, not. So give a follow. That'd be great. Definitely. Well, how about we just jump right into this and uh, we'll go over your first look line that you made on Monday in DraftKings. And uh, then you can say if uh, you have any possible switches from that first look lineup. And then I'll go over my first look lineup from DraftKings and see if I have any switches out. Absolutely. So um, and looking over my first look lineup, there was a couple things I wanted to change. And then there are a couple things that I don't really need to double down on, per se, but I just really love the call. And that is the Kyler Murray play at 6100. That price is just ridiculously low. Um, there is a chance that, you know, he gets sacked a time or two. But I think all that pressure is really just going to encourage him to scramble more because I don't think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think Arizona is going to push the pace. And obviously, at $6,100, that's just a steal. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at $7,400 seems like a really good value. 25 carries opening week. He had the long week to recover. Um, he should have another week of uh, digesting the playbook, being more familiar and comfortable. I don't see how he doesn't blow this price tag out of the water and he finds himself up there probably where Dalvin Cook is now. Wouldn't surprise me if those two um, gentlemen switched just because, oh, Dalvin Cook's actually 7,600. If he found himself up closer to where Saquon Barkley is, just because Saquon Barkley doesn't have that same offense around him and the ability to succeed. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hop off the Jonathan Taylor train just because I did a little research on the snap share with Naheem Hines and I also heard what uh, Coach Wright, is that the coach of Indianapolis? Yeah, Frank Reich, I believe. Yep, Frank Reich said that uh, Naheem Hines is going to be out there on all downs. Now, I don't know if that meant that he was going to be out there downs one through three. I think he was saying that in a way to say he can play a first and second down running back as well as a change of pace back. But um, I'm going to play that upside, and I'm going to probably put uh, – well, not probably. I'm going to put Naheem Hines in a lot of my DraftKings lineups because of that uh, point per reception aspect. Um, Amari Cooper is severely underpriced as well at $6,300. He got 14 or 15 targets. I want to check here. 14 targets uh, against the Rams, and that wasn't a good matchup. So now he finds himself in a good matchup. Hopefully his target share stays the same. It can improve, but we don't need to ask for too much. Price tag of 6300 is pretty low. Mike Williams should be on the opposite side of that Car uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire 
um, domination. So he should be out there catching passes to try to bring his team back in uh, to the game. So at $4,200, that's still a solid value. Um, I like Devontae Adams at $8,100, but you've heard me say solid value, solid value for a lot of these plays. Devontae Adams got priced up. So um, I would I would say that if you play Devontae Adams and you go too far out of your way to play him this week on DraftKings, you're going to be doing what's called point chasing. Um, the thing about point chasing is you're never going to catch up. You're going to be chasing points the whole season. Uh, very rarely is that going to reward you in the long run. So if you can find a way to be a little um, different without being stupid, uh, you can find a way to make some money. So I'll take out uh, Devontae Adams. And I wasn't too thrilled with uh, Herndon. Um, and one thing that came up later in that game led me to some value. So I'll get to that once we get to the hidden gems. Um, I like Mostert, but not for the DraftKings format. So I've been very analytical from when we did the first look video to today, because there's a lot of different plays that I like. There's 13 games to choose from. So I, I've been trying to look at price. I look at um, snap share. And I also look at the scoring format. Um, a lot of people don't take the time to really analyze how you accrue points on the different formats. And I feel that's a great way to be a differentiator. So uh, Raheem Mostart typically is not involved in the passing game, and especially if they're playing with the lead against the Jets. So I'll save Mostert for another site. The Dolphins defense is still significantly underpriced at $2,100. Byron Jones is his name, right? The cornerback that I always forget. So yes. Byron, Byron Jones and Xavier Howard on the outside are going to make it really difficult for Stefan Diggs and John Brown. They're going to be funneling all the passes to the middle of the field. So you can play Cole Beasley if you want, but if you're going to trust Josh Allen to make accurate reads and accurate throws, you're probably going to find yourself in a situation where um, you may be disappointed. So the Dolphins defense at $2,100, I absolutely love. I don't see myself getting off of that defense outside of a few uh, – Josh Allen or Ryan Fitzpatrick line, should I do those? So I leave three spots open, um, and I'll go ahead and plug in my hidden gem play that I like. Is this the appropriate time for that, David, or should I hold off until you do uh, your – Go ahead and plug it in. If, if, you're, if you're throwing him in that lineup, put him in there. All right. So I said I'd take out Chris Herndon, and the reason why I like my hidden gem play at 3,800 at wide receiver, Rashard Perryman. $3,800 starting number one wide receiver against the Richard Sherman-less San Francisco 49ers. So um, his matchup got significantly better because he doesn't have to see Sherman at all. He's on a three-week IR. Um, the interesting thing about Brashard Perriman, because I said I checked Snapshare, he was the only skill position player outside of the quarterback, you know, like a wide receiver, running back, tight end, who played 100% of the snaps that I saw. So that's just remarkable. He didn't produce, obviously, for pay, playing 100% of the snaps, but the best way to produce points is to be on the field. So um, with Bashard Perriman being on the field, $3,800, and now $7,400 left, I can find a way to get up to Devontae Adams. I can pay up at tight end, which I usually don't do on DraftKings. And I'm just in love with the rest of my lineup, too. So, I mean, usually you only get a core four or a core five. So once I start building my stacks and runbacks and everything, I'm going to have some hard decisions to make as far as who gets cut off of this roster. But I'm going to leave it like this with the two open spots. I, I don't think that's asking too much of the viewers to fill it in how they see fit. But this is my uh, revamped uh, outlook as I build the rest of my lines leading up to Sunday. Nice. Yeah, it leaves a hell of a lot of money on the table. And uh, like you said, um, I think that at tight end, you can now pay up if you want uh, to maybe like a Mark Andrews, but he's, I think, only 6300 So that still leaves you a good amount of money on the table. 
to go Devonte Adams, or if you want to go another route, you can. If or like you said, maybe you take out uh, one of uh, one of those guys. So, I mean, plenty of options to choose from uh, with that with that uh, core that you have there. Um, we'll jump over to my first look lineup now that we made on Monday. And uh, my first look lineup, I had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. I had Kenyon Drake and Ronald Jones as, as my running backs. You're good. Keep going. And then we had, as wide receivers in my first look lineup, I had Devontae Adams, Robert Woods, and Mike Williams. At the tight end position, uh, I had Logan Thomas in my first look lineup. And then the flex position, I had Edwards Hilaire. And for defense, I was with the Jets as my first look lineup on defense. Um, looking at some of the information that we've had come out uh, throughout the week, uh, I too have kind of looked at this and said, you know, I think there's better spots to go to. And as much as I like Edwards Hilaire, and I think he's going to have a solid game, I think I wanted to try and maybe get up to another position or, or a little bit uh, more money for the running back position. And there are two guys that I'm looking at over Edwards Hilaire, uh, one of which is Derrick Henry, who's in a very favorable matchup against Jacksonville. We saw the Colts running backs really have a good amount of su success uh, this past Sunday. Uh, and like we mentioned, Marlon Mack was having a really good game until he uh, ruptured his Achilles. Uh, so that's one option. But I decided to go with uh, Ezekiel Elliott in the flex over Derrick Henry. I still am going to have exposure to Derrick Henry as well. But I decided to go Zeke in this position. I do think that this game is going to be a high-scoring game, just like we saw last week between Seattle and Atlanta. And there are multiple routes you can go for Dallas. I like your Amari Cooper. Uh, you know, switch in that game because Atlanta showed they're very susceptible to the pass. But we also saw Chris Carson have a really good game against Atlanta this past Sunday. And I think Zeke is in that same prime prime role against Atlanta. Uh, and Zeke, I think, is uh, even, you know, far superior to Chris Carson. Uh, he's a better pass catcher. So I think we see Zeke hit the end zone uh, at least once on Sunday. So I switched out Edward Solaire to go to Zeke and you see that puts me over now. And the, and the other spot that I'm looking at was obviously I, I do like Robert Woods, but uh, I decided to go ahead and take Robert Woods out of that lineup. And the other guy that I'm, I'm looking at who, who I do like still, but uh, just based off of some of this information I'm looking at, I decided to take Kenyon Drake out of there as well. And I'm with you on the same page. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is viable, but uh, based on what I'm seeing with you, uh, I think Naheem Hines is going to get more of the workload. I think we're going to probably see like a 60-40 kind of split more in favor of Naheem Hines on Sunday. So I decided to take out Drake and put in Naheem Hines in that first look lineup. And you can see that now kicks me up to the 6,500 range. Um, Allen Robinson's in a, in a favorable matchup. 
obviously the news that we saw this past week with him taking everything down from his social media account regarding the Bears uh, was a little discouraging. And I thought that I had read that he was demanding a trade. You're saying that it was mainly uh, contract negotiations uh, that might have uh, kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, there is money for me on the table to go to Amari Cooper if I want to double stack uh, Cowboys in that game. I would really like to get a run back in the Falcons game. So if I, if I had the money, the extra $300, I would try and work my way up to Calvin Ridley as, as that run back. But I'm going to actually go down a bit. And I know he's a wide receiver three, but uh, Julio Jones has a questionable tag right now. I do expect Julio to play, but he probably won't be 100%. And I was really intrigued with the amount of targets that Russell Gage saw. Uh, saw 12 targets against Seattle, and Dallas didn't look all that great against uh, the pass against the Rams. So I think the Falcons might, might have too many weapons uh, on the field for all of the Cowboys to stop, not to mention, you know, they lost their their – defensive leader you know on the Cowboys for the season even though he's a linebacker and he wouldn't be covering Russell Gage but I, I think I might actually like to take a risk here and put Russell Gage in that in that lineup now which which leaves me quite a bit of money at, at you know $1,700 I'm still debating on where I'm going to go I might upgrade Mike Williams I might possibly upgrade my defense but I still like uh, the Jets defense I, I, I always like to go with a defense um, that plays a West Coast team traveling to the East Coast. And, you know, like I mentioned in my first look lineup, even though the Jets lost this past Sunday to the Bills, their defense still put up enough points. They still, the defense still hit, you know, 3x value for you last Sunday you know, when they were priced at 2,100 and now they dropped to bare minimum 2,000. And, and I still think that they can give, a, you know, give, give me at least 3x value uh, this coming Sunday. So hey David, there's David. a lot that, that I still have where I'm looking at maybe switching out a couple guys. Um, you know, as you mentioned, Devontae Adams with point chasing, I, I definitely do think that that is a true scenario there. But uh, I do think that the matchup that he has this coming Sunday against the Lions is just too juicy for me to uh, take him out of my lineup. And I'm sure you're going to still have exposure to Devontae Adams in plenty of lineups. But uh, home opener in Green Bay, against the Lions secondary that's probably even worse than the Minnesota secondary or just as bad as the Minnesota secondary. I, I got to have that stat combination with Rodgers and Devontae. So the extra $1,700, I'm, I'm definitely going to readjust somewhere. But uh, as of right now, that's kind of where I'm looking. What are your, what are your thoughts on, on this? Uh, yeah, I actually started uh, I interrupt you, but I didn't. I backed off a little bit because you were still going. Uh, one of us is going to be right on this Jets defense or Dolphins defense and the commonality being the Bills offense that they will have now both played. So the Jets obviously did get the job done last week. They forced uh, two fumbles that were lost and recovered by the Jets on Josh Allen specifically, sacking him three times. So um, there, there's a way to turn the ball over on this Bills team. And I think that the Dolphins are even better equipped to do at least the same level of production. So once you get that ball bouncing in all different directions on the floor, or you create these uh, passes where his arms getting hit, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to have an opportunity to take one back to the house. And that's what we're looking for. So 
Um, you know, we'll see if it's the Jets that were able to dial up some additional pressure through their personnel or if the Bills are a little bit more erratic with the ball. So I do like the changes. And like we said, you know, or like we both did, actually, you know, we put uh, the viewers, if they do li listen and like the advice, they, they have some flexibility to go ahead and, and proceed how they like as well. Um, my only comment on your lineup is that Ronald Jones play has me so nervous. Um, I know when I get to uh, that, that Carolina Tampa Bay game, I see the work that he got, but um, and looking at snap count, he played in under 50% of the snaps, which is uh, a little bit concerning for me. So I, I don't know if I'm going to get to Ronald Jones outside of the 150 I'll do on FanDuel this week. But um, my 20 plus line, my 20 or so lineups on DraftKings and 25 on Yahoo. I don't know if I'm, I, I'm running a pretty tight core. So um, that's going to, that's pretty much going to make or break me because he looked good out there when he was running. Uh, it's just a matter of his 50% of the snaps going to be enough for him to, uh, you know, do some, some good damage, but otherwise I like, yeah, the, I like the rest of the lineup. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I can, and I can see that. And, you know, obviously with the $1,700, that's still on the table. You don't like Ronald Jones, take him out. Yeah. And, you know, it gives you $6,900 to to go to another running back or move Zeke into the running back and sixty nine hundred dollars at your flex position. So it's yep. definitely something I'm looking at because yeah, Ronald Jones and I mentioned that on Monday. Ronald Jones is is that question mark and he is that guy that uh, could bust, you know, because it's running back by committee in Tampa Bay. And if Fournette gets on, gets on that field on Sunday and starts out producing Ronald Jones, then all of a sudden. Fournette is the guy getting the bulk of the carries on Sunday and Ronald Jones is the guy that's barely coming on the field. So yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I do agree. Ronald Jones is definitely the, uh, that, uh, that, uh, you know, piece that uh, could definitely burn you or, 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 you know, break the bank for you. Yeah. I was thinking back on my two best football finishes uh, again, a couple years ago for the, for these now. Um, and one defense that I played was the Washington then Redskins, of course, and uh, they were extremely cheap and they were under owned. You had this very small ownership percentage, which created the leverage. But then on the flip side, my next biggest win uh, was when Nathan Peterman started against the Chargers. So that was so obvious that you wanted to play the Chargers defense that I was able, I, I just went all in. I went 100% Chargers defense. And uh, of course, one of those lines ended up coming in at a really top, a high finish for me. So um, there's a lot of different ways to do it. So just, just have some logic and thought process behind it. And uh, you're going to be just as good as anybody else entering into the contest. So um, I just wanted to Definitely. take a, yeah, I just want to take a minute, go over some of these plays that are uh, very well priced. Um, you see them highlighted in yellow here. Kyler Murray on DraftKings is a, a good value. Dak Prescott is also a good value on DraftKings when you compare it to FanDuel. Lamar Jackson, again, he's expensive, but the way that their pricing strategy works on over there, that he's a good value over there, as well as Mahomes. Um, this is where I had to start deciding, because you don't usually, you don't always get Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes on the main slate like this. So you don't always have to come up with these, um, you know, deciding factors. And the deciding factor for me was that you don't get these bonus points for exceeding 300 yards uh, passing or 100 yards uh, rushing. So that puts more weight on the rushing yards and statistics that you accrue. So that's where I lean Lamar Jackson over uh, Patrick Mahomes in any type of tiebreaker if I'm not doing a stack or something. And then on Yahoo, just because they're bare minimum, I like Tyrod Taylor. And then almost bare minimum, Jared Goff is in a good spot. I think it was a little fluky that he didn't get a passing touchdown. So um, you have two options there and equally uh, advantageous situations for different reasons. Um, I, 
I stretched on running back to Dalvin Cook, but um, I don't like that Dalvin Cook play because looking at Snapshare, him and Madison looked like they were in a pretty good timeshare. And it's hard to read because the game was a little bit of a blowout and Adam Thielen got those garbage touchdowns that uh, took away some of my winnings at the time. Uh, I'm locked in on Edward Tolaire. I, I think he's a, a great play, a great value. Um, I'm going to get off him a little bit on Yahoo, but that's where I have the least amount invested. So um, that kind of tells you how much I like him. Uh, Naheem Hines, we already talked about. Um, Chris Godwin is in concussion protocol. So that's something to be mindful of because it wasn't revealed until late and he was having the symptoms on Wednesday. My personal feeling is that he is closer to not playing because I mean, you can't say everything's fine on Sunday. And then on Wednesday, it gets so bad that you have to, that you come out and you say, Hey, I'm having these symptoms. I, I feel like they, they should err on the side of caution, but you know, that's something we got to monitor. If he's feeling better, he's feeling better and he'll play. So um, that's just my opinion on that. So be mindful of a Scotty Miller should Chris Godwin be ruled out. Um, who's my other guy that I like? Uh, oh, Sammy Watkins on Yahoo at $13. I know he did this to us last year where he had the great week one and then he just kind of was like faded away. I might fall for it again on Yahoo at $13. <laughs> um, I highlighted Chris Herndon, but I'm off him because of Brashard Perryman. I realize there's some value there. Um, I don't really love any other tight end plays, to be honest. I'm just kind of going to spread out my uh, ownership there. Um, my Logan Tom Thomas play, I'm going to play on FanDuel uh, because their tight ends are priced up. $4,700 on FanDuel is actually a really good uh, price point for me. And then also Dalton Schultz. He didn't get a chance to get priced up, but he's the tight end who got most of the work after Blake Jarwin went down. So you mentioned the injury to the linebacker. Um, on the Cowboys, they unfortunately also lost Blake Jarwin, uh, their suspected star tight end in the making. And uh, Dalton Schultz looks like he's going to get the first opportunity to be out there the most amount of snaps. And he is the absolute bare minimum on FanDuel at $4,000. So, I mean, if you want to get creative, you can do uh, Schultz, uh, Logan Thomas stack, and it's going to be very low owned, but you have the freedom to build however you want to from there. So that's something to be aware of. Um, defenses, you know, I love Miami that kind of goes across the board. They're cheap everywhere, but if you're looking for some variation, I like the bears against uh, the giants. I like the Titans against the Jaguars. I still think that the Jaguars are just uh, so under, they don't have the talent for their personnel. Like they're, they're playing a lot of undrafted guys, late round draft picks. They're rebuilding. And the fact that they beat the Colts has me a little concerned for the Colts moving forward. But I do think that they're going to regress back to what their average play is. And that's going to be below average. So the Titans are a good play. Plus, Jadavion Clowney gets another week of uh, getting in shape and understanding how the defense works. And then at $11 on Yahoo, I love the Cardinals defense with the Washington football team traveling out west. And, um, I just think Haskins still has a lot to learn. They got a good defense with Patrick Peterson. Um, Isaiah Simmons, their draft pick. Uh, they got some good upfront uh, attacking personnel too. So at almost the minimum, I just wanted to touch on those values real quick. I didn't mean to take too long. Um, I'm going to turn it over Definitely. to you. I'm going to turn it over to you for FanDuel, but um, this is what they said about Allen Robinson. It's un he's unhappy that the team has been unwilling to pay him market value for his position. Uh, Robinson has not formally requested a trade. So that was, that was what I read. Okay. So with, with he, that, might, he, might have, he might have informally requested one. True. So, I mean, with that, you, it's either going to be one of two things. He's, he's going to 
he's going to come out this Sunday and really ball out against uh, against uh, the Giants, who who definitely still have issues in the secondary. So he he, he balls out against them, or he, he he's unhappy and and he and he flops. But if he really wants to get that contract uh, taken care of, he balls out, or he balls out and says, "Trade me now," because other teams are going to say, "We definitely want him." Um, so I think that uh, Robinson will will probably be making uh, a good amount of uh, you know lineups. I don't know if he's going to be you know that main guy I fit into lineups, but I'll definitely have some pieces of Robinson now that now that we have that news kind of aired out. But uh, let me give you. A, a FanDuel lineup that I'm kind of looking at. And obviously, again, Sterling and I play multiple lineups, so we're going to have a bunch of different lines. But here's one lineup that uh, I'm kind of looking at. And uh, this is probably going to be, I'm not going to say cash. This is more of a GPP lineup. But believe it or not, it's going to start with Lamar Jackson at $9,500. And uh, again, when we talk Lamar Jackson, we talk a guy that uh, provides – two positions uh, for just one person, and that is a QB1 and an RB1 in Lamar Jackson. And he, he gets to face the Houston Texans, who we know uh, are not good at stopping quarterbacks. Uh, Mahomes put up just over 20 DraftKings points against them in week one. And honestly, he could have probably put up way more against them, but uh, they really wanted to showcase Edwards Hilaire uh, in that game. And we saw what Edwards Hilaire did in that game. But I honestly think that Mahomes could have really torched them for easily 30 points if he really wanted to. But they, they really focused on being more balanced uh, and all the multiple weapons that the Chiefs have, where Lamar Jackson, I think, will, will showcase the running ability, obviously. But uh, we, also saw, we also have seen that uh, Houston was really bad at, the, at defending wide receivers last year. Uh, I think they were one of the tops in giving up uh, touchdowns to wide receivers last year, if I'm not mistaken. So yep. for that reason, I'm going to put Lamar Jackson in there and I'll pay up for him. Uh, for the running back positions, um, like I mentioned, I like Derrick Henry quite a bit. So I'm going to throw Derrick Henry into this fan duel lineup going up against Jacksonville, uh, home opener for Tennessee. And, you know, Derrick Henry did struggle a little bit uh, Monday night against Denver. But he's a guy that's going to be – that bell cow running back he's going to get you easily 20 touches a game if not close to 30 as we saw in that game against denver he had over 30 touches um so for that reason i'm going to go to derrick henry and like you mentioned jacksonville i think just overperformed and i think we see the regression here in week two against a far superior tennessee titans team uh, for the other running back position on FanDuel, i'm going with naheem hines at fifty five hundred dollars for all the reasons we mentioned that we love him on DraftKings, I love him on FanDuel for all those same reasons. When we move to the wide receiver position, I always like to try and stack a game, but then also have a run back option for the other team in that game. So for one of my wide receivers, I'm going to go with Will Fuller as a run back option in that Baltimore-Houston game. Uh, you know, of course, Baltimore did improve their defensive secondary last year, you know, when they, you know, brought in Marcus Peters, he, he was one of the best DBs uh, that second half of the season once Baltimore acquired him. But uh, Will Fuller actually looked impressive uh, in that opening game against the Chiefs. And uh, I do think that uh, he should still see plenty of targets. 
And usually what we look at is receivers that see a good amount of targets because targets equals opportunity. So I'm going to go with Will Fuller as one of the wide receivers. And like I mentioned, I really like that Detroit Green Bay game. And it's not going to be Devontae Adams in this particular line. This is why I said this is more GPP. I'm actually going to throw in Alan Lazard as a wide receiver in this lineup. And uh, he did, you know, obviously Devontae Adams is clear out. Number one wide receiver is going to see the most amount of targets. But Lazard actually didn't look too bad uh, this past Sunday against Minnesota. Had a touchdown. And uh, I, I do think, you know, at $5,600 on FanDuel, I think, I think he could be a viable option, especially against this weak Detroit secondary. Uh, the other wide receiver I'm going to on FanDuel at $5,400, because like I mentioned, I want pieces of that Atlanta-Dallas game. I'm, I'm going to go with Russell Gage on FanDuel at $5,400. Um, if you don't like Russell Gage at $5,300, you can easily swap Gage out for Darius Slayton at $5,300 in that Giants-Bears game. Uh, Slayton looked really impressive uh, Monday night in that Pittsburgh game. And uh, I think he's clearly becoming uh, Danny Dimes' favorite target. So if you don't like that gauge call, swap him out, put in Slayton. I was, I was like flip a coin on that pick, but I, but I went with uh, gauge because for my flex position, like I said, I want Atlanta-Dallas. And my flex position, I want that run back. So my flex position in this lineup is Ezekiel Elliott at $8,600 on FanDuel. That leaves you two spots, and that's your tight end and your defense. Like you mentioned, you really like the Dolphins. And as I mentioned, I really like the Jets. I think you can go either way. Um, I do think that uh, on FanDuel, the best option, if you have the money on FanDuel, I think is where they're, they're the uh, best value on FanDuel would be if you wanted to pay all the way up for the bills, but I don't have that option in this lineup. And for that reason, I stuck in the Jets, which leaves me $7,500. And uh, like I said, I like to stack my quarterback with a receiver. And if we go to tight end, we see at $7,500, hey, that leaves me Mark Andrews. And that is clearly Lamar Jackson's favorite target. So that is the lineup I'm putting together on FanDuel. What are your thoughts there? I like it a lot. Uh, we have we have some overlap. Um, I, in the early part of the show, I said how I like Raheem Mostart, and um, I actually put Mostart where Naheem Hines is. And then, as we said, we also built a lot of lineups. So I was rotating out Derrick Henry and Ezekiel Elliott as my go-to plays. And um, hopefully, they don't both go off, and they're both needed. But if they do, you're in a great spot. And um, I get my most start exposure that I passed on on DraftKings. And then I try to fit T.Y. Hilton in, but you're absolutely spot on about Will Fuller. Um, the biggest thing about my model that I fall back on more than anything other than the snap share, other than the matchup and all that is the price. The biggest indicator, in my opinion, of someone's ability to succeed value or exceed value is their price. And Will Fuller is cheaper on FanDuel than he is on DraftKings, which of course is the goal, right? It's, it's, it's very rare. And when you see that, it makes it should make your decision that much easier. So um, with that said, uh, you have a great lineup, Alan Lazard to, to get off the Devontae Adams leverage, because I've heard from a lot of people that they're prioritizing Devontae Adams. And like we said, that's point chasing. Uh, going to Alan Lazard is literally the perfect thing you can do when you've identified the, the person who is on the same team that everyone's going to be chasing points because now when Alan Lazard gets, gets those uh, receptions, yards, and touchdowns, 
you know, you're thriving while they're kind of like, what's going on? So that's when you make those big jumps in tournaments. So I like it. I like this a lot. Nice. Well, where are you looking at for a Yahoo lineup? Yes. Yeah, so on Yahoo, we can't forget about that late game. Um, I thought I was in great shape last week with my um, exposure to the late game because I had Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And uh, Robert Woods started out gangbusters. Uh, I don't really use that, but I, I kind of heard it recently. I like it. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, he started out really good, and then he kind of fell off. But I was in a really good position where I was positive on my lineups in Yahoo. And I, I'd say about 50% of my lines, 40 to 50% had either Cooper Cup or Robert Woods. So to be up a little bit and then the game to happen and fall back, I guess I just didn't have the right exposure to the right people, a la Mal, um, uh, Malcolm Brown. Um, yeah. Or I guess Ezekiel Elliott was the big uh, popular play for everybody. And I think as he succeeded, I only had him in one lineup. So unfortunately, my net went down just a little bit, not much, not 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 anything worth complaining about other than when you think something's going to go one way, you get the results you're expecting and then they don't, you just got to have to take a step back. But with that said, I'm going to start off with Naheem Hines. He's ex ex severely underpriced at $14 and that is not very common. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play Sammy Watkins over here as well. $13. I told you is too cheap. Um, I like my Cardinals defense at $11. So we're saving money very early on. Um, my favorite running back over here is Derrick Henry. When you see the pricing, you see where Clyde Edwards-Alaire is $2 more than Derrick Henry. I'll go ahead and save my $2, and I'll take the big hulking back that's going up a subpar team. Um, we'll put him in there. I like Amari Cooper here because his price is down. Um, I found myself with a lot of um, uh, Calvin Ridley. And I know you liked uh, Russell Gage, but I, I think, you know, it's, it's really pick your poison, right, with the Falcons. Um, yeah. Julio Jones got it going early. Calvin Ridley got the garbage time touchdowns, and Russell Gage ex ex exceeded value at um, a high level. So, I mean, you can't really go too wrong there. Um, we know what kind of offense the Patriots run, so I referenced the late game, this New England-Seattle game. You got to get some exposure to it because you can't play it elsewhere. So Cam Newton, 15 rushing attempts from your quarterback. I'm essentially getting a, a version of Lamar Jackson. Um, I think that this is one of the best plays you can make at $29. So we'll put, we'll plug him in there. Um, I like having a run back option. So that's where I typically would go Chris Carson. Um, I'm going to be able to pay up here. So I'm going to get rid of Calvin Ridley, who I do like. And I know I talked about uh, point chasing, but I think I can get Devontae Adams and still have a re relatively good uh, lineup. So... I think this is going to be a good place to stop Hunter Henry. So I got my, I don't want to stack Cam Newton because again, he's 15 rushing attempts. That's why I'm playing him. Um, but I can do the run back with Chris Carson. This game might be over very quickly. If Seattle goes back to their old ways where they like to run the ball a lot and then Cam Newton's running the ball too. So um, I got the guys that I think are going to be most involved. I got uh, great value plays. I got Amari Cooper with his upside. Um, the main reason I like Calvin Ridley is we talked about the run back, but in this case, I'm going to focus on the run back with uh, Cam Newton. And um, I'll, I'll really enjoy watching the Sunday night game now, and hopefully I'll set myself up for success, unlike last time when I just fake set myself up for success. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do like it. And I, I think that uh, there are some plays in there that uh, a lot of people might not be going to, you know, for instance, Cam Newton. Uh, you know, I'm sure that he's going to garner some ownership, but obviously I think that, 
there are a lot more quarterbacks that people are going to be attracted to, especially on Yahoo. So I think that does, you know, separate yourself in, in, in a lot of lineups going to Cam Newton. I mean, obviously, we were really talking up Naheem Hines, talking up Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, Devontae Adams is obviously, you know, you can say 1A, 1B is best wide receiver in the league. That, that could easily be a debate between Michael Thomas and him. Um, Amari Cooper, I already mentioned I really like Cooper. I think that Cooper or Zeke or even both are going to have big games against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely don't mind the Amari Cooper play. And you brought up Ridley. I really do like Ridley as well. I just obviously in the uh, in the DraftKings and FanDuel lineup went to gauge for the price savings, but I definitely will have plenty of exposure in other lineups with Calvin Ridley because, like I mentioned, I think the Falcons just have too many too many uh, you know weapons for Dallas to just completely take out of the game. One of those guys, or even two of those guys, you know, maybe Julio Jones, maybe Hurst actually wakes up this game in Game Two, but one or two of those guys are going to have big games against Dallas, from what I can see. Uh, Sammy Watkins obviously might be the question mark, but on Yahoo at only thirteen dollars, three dollars above bare minimum, that is where that, I think Yahoo's the site that you that you take the chance on yeah, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, starter um, playing with Patrick Mahomes at thirteen bucks. Yeah, so I definitely I definitely think that Yahoo's the play if you want to take Watkins. You go to Yahoo for Watkins um, because we did see uh, the Bengals have, have some decent exposure or decent, not exposure, but decent success passing the football. And that was a rookie throwing the ball against them. Now you have Mahomes, who's probably the best quarterback in the league right now, uh, throwing against these chargers. So definitely don't mind going Sammy Watkins on Yahoo. And then you have that run back with Hunter Henry. And we know, yes, the chiefs have obviously improved defensively from last year. We saw that toward the end of, toward the end of the season last year, where they really started improving defensively. Um, but there's still question marks against the pass and especially against tight ends. And, you know, we saw that Tyrod Taylor, it looks like has built up a, a pretty quick rapport with Hunter Henry who had a decent game against the Bengals uh, Sunday. So I don't mind uh, running that uh, back with a chargers play and going to Hunter Henry. And like you mentioned, the Arizona defense here, we have an opposite scenario an East coast team traveling across country to the West coast. And, I mean, like you also mentioned, the Redskins just, uh, you know, yes, they're, they, they are improved versus last season, but there's still some question marks there that uh, I like to see if they can answer. And I think that this is a good test to see if they can uh, step up against Arizona, who looked really, really good against uh, San Francisco in San Francisco this past Sunday. And at that price point on Yahoo, definitely worth putting Arizona into the defense on Yahoo. So. I like that lineup a lot as well on, on Yahoo. Um, we might as well talk about maybe some other plays at uh, positions that we also like besides these guys that we uh, have already mentioned. Uh, what are some of the other quarterbacks uh, that you like this week? I pretty much love all mobile quarterbacks on FanDuel and Yahoo. Uh, DraftKings with their bonus point structure exceeding that 300-point total, um, it allows you to make up for that uh, difference there. So – Yes, I love Kyler Murray, and I know he's a mobile quarterback, but I'm not going to turn down points using this logic. So I'm going to embrace all the points that I possibly can. But if I'm going to play Matt Ryan, I'm not going to play him on FanDuel and Yahoo more than likely because I know not everyone does the same amount of lineups we do. So uh, my best advice is to take a step back, analyze your budget. How are you going to spend 
your $20, your $100, your $1,000, whatever it is that you're going to spend, and then try to figure out, okay, well, if I can't play everybody, and I, it sounds like I play everybody, but I don't. I, I do have a pretty tight core outside of the game stacks and everything that I do. But because you can't play everybody, like I can't, I'm not going to be able to play Jonathan Taylor the way that I want because I'm on Naeem Mines. You're going to have to make some decisions and some stands. So um, just know that play your mobile quarterbacks and includes Josh Allen. I know I'm typically saying all the black quarterbacks, but your mobile quarterbacks on FanDuel and Yahoo because it rewards them more based off of the bonus structure that DraftKings put in place. So I don't really have any other um, hot takes, but you know Cam Newton at $29 relative uh, price to other guys, he's in a great spot. 15 rushing attempts for a quarterback. Um, and if anybody can handle it, it's him. I mean, he's a, he's a very large, strong, talented individual still. You know, like you just mentioned, there's plenty of plays at quarterback, um, you know, and there's a lot of quarterbacks that, that I like this week. I mean, like you mentioned, you love Kyler Murray. I really like Kyler Murray. I didn't have him in the, those lineups that I created that, that we've shown you on, on the video here, but I do have plenty of exposure to Kyler Murray this week. Um, you know, obviously, I think Dak Prescott's in a great spot, and – we saw what Russell Wilson did against this Atlanta defense last week. Um, and it's not like Russell Wilson threw the ball a lot. He was just probably the most efficient uh, quarterback last week uh, throwing the football and threw, uh, what, four touchdowns last week against Atlanta. So I do think Dak's in that same prime matchup. And I'm sure you're going to have exposure to Dak, especially in builds, like you said, where you stack, where you might maybe stack Dak with Amari Cooper. So I do like Dak. Uh, as much as Miami has improved defensively, Josh Allen's best games have been against Miami. Um, I do think that you can go to Josh Allen. He's probably going to make a couple mistakes in this game. But uh, I look, like you just mentioned, multiple quarterbacks, and you mentioned Allen a minute ago. Um, I do think we can see Allen run the ball uh, for success, especially since, you know, what we just saw uh, – Cam Newton run the ball 15 times against his Miami defense last week. So I think Buffalo might take a little bit of that same, same page this week against uh, Miami. So I just think that uh, you can look at Josh Allen. I don't know if you necessarily need to stack him. I think Josh Allen could be a, a, a quarterback where you can just play him naked uh, this week because of yeah. those. Yeah. I didn't, because of those, I didn't, uh, I didn't stack him either. Miami. Yeah. Cause Miami, like, like we mentioned, Miami has upgraded those, those DBs. And as good as Stefan Diggs is, and I was just reading that uh, John Brown returned to practice today, but, you know, he, he does have a little foot issue, so he might not be 100%. But for those reasons of those upgraded cornerbacks, I, if I'm going to play Josh Allen, it's going to be naked Josh Allen. Um, naked and afraid. You know, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers we didn't mention, but, you know, Philip Rivers is in the prime spot. You know, again, facing a terrible uh, defense in Minnesota, especially on the secondary. and. We know what Philip Rivers loves to do. He loves to check down the ball, which, I mean, you could easily stack Philip Rivers with Naheem Hines. Um, I do think that, like you mentioned, you wanted to try and work in uh, T.Y. Hilton into some of your lineups. I do. I, I honestly think you can even go Philip Rivers and double stack him with Naheem Hines and T.Y. Hilton if you want. Um, it, I know a lot, a lot of people don't necessarily like that double stack option, but I do think it, it, it is an option to look at. Uh, but those are some of the other quarterbacks that I'm looking at. But there, are, like like we mentioned, I think there are a lot of quarterbacks uh, in week two that are in some pretty pretty good matchups. Um, what about what about some other run 
running backs that we might not, might not have mentioned? Um, so um, other running backs, um, I actually feel like we've mentioned all of the worthwhile running backs. And I say that because I've already noticed early on that this year we have way more of a timeshare for a lot more running backs than we have in years past. So getting your Derrick Henry's, your Ezekiel Elliott's, your Chris Carson's, and even Chris Carson uh, shared the backfield a little bit more than we expected. So uh, even my examples are falling apart. <laughs> I don't have any uh, hidden running back plays. And DraftKings made it more difficult raising the floor of the running back from uh, 3,000 to 4,000. So uh, I'm not going to really find any um, uh, gems in the running back uh, position. But I think Naheem Hines presents a very apparent, obvious gem, if you will. So I think yeah. just go ahead and play him across any of the three sites. I mean, he, he was just so – he like literally just take Austin Eckler, put him in a Colts uniform, and that's the level of performance Naheem Hines should give you. I mean, it's, it's a pretty uh, high-ceiling situation. Yeah, exactly. Um, aside from the running backs that we did mention, because obviously I think those are the really uh, core running backs that we're trying to work into lineups this week, there is one other running back that, that I would maybe look at, and that would be paying attention to the uh, – Denver Broncos, Pittsburgh Steelers news. Uh, James Conner didn't practice yesterday. I, I haven't seen any any news as of today, as of uh, we're recording here on Thursday. I haven't seen any news uh, in with James Conner yet. But uh, if James Conner's unable to go, Benny Snell looked looked really really good. He looked um, like the best running back. Yeah, he, he definitely looks like he could he could overtake uh, James Conner for for the number one running back in Pittsburgh. And he's only forty five hundred dollars on DraftKings, and I think he's even uh, even a better uh, play on Fanduel. I think he gives you more value on Fanduel, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was uh, only like forty six hundred yep. or something like that on Fanduel. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. And so, he's your traditional so, first and second down running back, um, so he should be able just to you know do at least what he did against the Giants in his uh, secondary capacity. But if he gets the start. Um, I, the sky's the limit, and uh, I will be reshuffling those uh, lineups. So I'm glad you brought him up. That was a, yeah. a good observation and thing to make sure we're all aware of. Yeah, definitely keep an eye out on that news. Uh, like I mentioned, Denver Denver's uh, defense did look pretty good. Uh, they bottled up Derrick Henry for you know for a good amount of that game. It was just it was just Derrick Henry hit that hundred hundred yard bonus because of the amount of carries he got. He got 31 carries in that game, but uh, but Snell. Is is an explosive back who who could possibly break one. So and and Pittsburgh's also at home for their home opener. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Where um, I know we're running short on time here. So let's let's maybe see if we have any other hidden gems that we might find. Uh, did you see anything besides Paramin? Um not really, but this is as close as you're going to get on FanDuel because they don't go below 4000 I really do like Dalton Schultz at uh, $4,000. I think that there are going to be some lineups that I build where I take out Logan Thomas, who I like a lot, so I can put in Dalton Schultz. And because I do really think the Cardinals defense creates a funnel situation, and that funnel is just a funnel away from the number one receiver. So Another week I won't be targeting uh, McLaurin heavily, but I'll be looking at Steven Sims Jr. again. I don't think you were wrong last week. I just think that, um, you know, Dwayne Haskins has his uh, limits, um, and he's not going to be able to feed both Logan Thomas and Steven Sims Jr., but just the opportunity Steven Sims Jr. gets in the kickoff game, the punt return game, the number two wide receiver, and now he should be out there on the field in a situation where the Cardinals try to take away your number one receiving option 
and there's Steven Sims Jr. sitting pretty hopefully wide open on the easiest passes that Haskins is able to make. So uh, you weren't you weren't wrong in week one. You were just early. <laughs> True. Um, for me, uh, you know, at wide receiver, the the guys that I'm I'm kind of looking at as possible uh, hidden gems. Uh, like you already mentioned, keep an eye out on uh, Scotty Miller. He's at $4,100 on DraftKings, especially if Godwin uh, is unable to go, uh, because I, I do think he still has to clear concussion protocol. So keep an eye out on that. And we know Mike Evans is not 100%. So Scotty Miller at $4,100 on DraftKings is someone to look at. Um, Corey Davis, who, who had a really good game uh, against Denver, is still, I think, very underpriced at $4,000 on DraftKings. He does, he, is, he does have a questionable tag. He didn't practice yesterday. Uh, due to his hamstring. So keep an eye out on that. And uh, if he's unable to go, then the other guy that I, I would be looking at would be maybe uh, Adam Humphreys, um, who, who is the clear wide receiver three on this team. But uh, if Davis is unable to go, he'll be uh, put into the starting role position at wide receiver. And, uh, you know, like we mentioned, Jacksonville still needs to, I think, prove something to both of us. They just really uh, stepped up. Uh, week one at home, but now we're in Tennessee. So $3,400 for Adam Humphreys, I think could be a possible hidden gem at wide receiver. And then uh, when we talk about, you know, tight ends uh, for a possible hidden gem, I think where I'm looking at, if I think Logan Thomas for me is probably the route that I'm going the most, uh, just because I think his price is still pretty cheap and I'm still running that uh, that scenario of tight ends versus Arizona. So he's going to be the bulk of the tight end spot that I probably am going to go to. But, uh, you know, I, I do think that uh, you could possibly look at either Jordan Aikens or Darren Fells against Baltimore. But the issue there is you never know which one of them steps up from week to week. Um, we could call them the box then, of chocolates. Yeah. And then I'm seeing that Jack Doyle right now is questionable. So keep an eye out on that because if Jack Doyle's unable to play, then, then Mo Alley Cox becomes the, probably the starting tight end uh, this Sunday for the Colts. And he's only $3,000 on DraftKings. And, and then I think the other guy that I'm looking at would maybe be Tyler Eifert um, against Tennessee because Tennessee has issues uh, defending tight ends. It, it's, it's kind of unclear which one of those tight ends is going to be vaulted into the prime spot. Uh, it does show that Tyler Eifert uh, played more snaps than O'Shaughnessy. So I think they're trying to make uh, Eifert the, uh, the uh, clear-cut tight end option for, for Minshew, but he's only $3,000 on DraftKings. So I think those would be the other tight end positions if you really want to try and save money to, to maybe look at on DraftKings. Any, anybody at tight end that uh, jumps off the page for you? No, I'm just so um, over the top in a good way about the uh, value that exists at wide receiver, Brashard Perryman, Mike Williams, uh, waiting for Scotty Miller news, waiting for Benny Snell uh, opportunity that I don't see myself coming close to playing like a Chris Herndon. Um, if Jack Doyle, they say it was more maintenance related, $3,600 on DraftKings, that's probably as low as I'll go um, when doing my stacks. I might do a Chris Herndon stack, but again, I'm, right now the plan is for 20 lineups on DraftKings. Um, unless I am building lines and having a blast, maybe I'll do a few more. 
I don't see myself doing 150 on DraftKings again. I just was trying to take advantage of the uh, the low entry fee that they had before, and they still have it on FanDuel. So that currently is the plan. So I'll be getting uh, some unique exposures. For example, I just finished my Lamar Jackson lines, and I got uh, a Miles Boinkin line and a Willie Sneed line. So I, I, I'm just uh, – I want to make sure I touch as many pieces as I can in the most strategic way possible. And um, – I wish us both a lot of luck. Definitely. Well, I mean, I, I think we've kind of really covered a lot of bases here uh, this week. DraftKings, FanDuel, Yahoo, other possible plays we're looking at, some possible hidden gems. So, you know, with that being said, I, I think we've kind of come to the end of this uh, video. Again, you know, make sure, I'm sure the link will be down below. Go check out the DFS Tavern website. Uh, my write-up is there. On, on the website and then also if you click in the upper left hand tab click under NFL you'll see the link to our DFS tavern contest that we run every single week uh, again our contest goes Sunday through the Monday game so it gives you a little extra sweat the winner obviously is going to get money but the most important thing is the winner also gets the automatic entry into the end of the year tournament of champions contest where we at the tavern also provide some extra prizes to the Tournament of Champion winner. So take advantage of that. Uh, once again, you can find me on Twitter at the DFS Chef, and of course, on the website, DFS Tavern. Make sure to leave any comments below, any questions below. I always try and look at the comments or questions on this YouTube video, and I'll try and answer those for you. But uh, also, if you wanna take advantage to join our Discord, uh, I'm sure the link will be down below as far as the donations that you can make via Venmo or PayPal. But uh, Sterling, let everyone know where they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, on Facebook, Essential Sports Talk. We uh, post the uh, videos that we do here on there. And also, if you want to reach out to me directly, uh, Twitter is a great way to do that, at s.brown24. That's also the handle that I use across the three platforms that we just reviewed today. So uh, dot spelled out D-O-T, S-D-O-T Brown24. Definitely. Well, with that being said, we wish you all the best. May all your screens be green this week. And until next week when we come to you for week three, take care. Okay.